Okay, we're at the very top of Daf Kafdalad. I'm an Aleph, making our way through. Pretty close, uh, pretty close to the end. Uh, okay, today's topic really, at least for most of us, is going to be about Avilut on Shabbat. The Gemara says at the very top, by many of Rabbi Yochanan Mishmuel, Rabbi Yochanan Ashmuel, Yesh Avilut B'Shabbat or Ein Avilut B'Shabbat? Is there, isn't there Avilus on Shabbos? Amrlei Ein Avilut B'Shabbat. He says no, there is no Avilut on Shabbat. So again, even though the Mishnah said that it counts, he means that there's no practices of Avilut. So Yatzir Rabbanan Kamei Rabbanan Vikamri Mishmei De Shmuel. The Rabbanan said before Rabbanan, they said in the name of Shmuel. Um, if an Abel has marital relations during the time of his Avel, I mean during Shiva, Chai of Misa, he is liable to the death penalty. Now, they don't mean literally the death penalty, it means it's really bad. So, Amalir Papa, Aser Itmar. No, first of all, it wasn't said Chai of Misa, it was said Aser. Okay, it's just an important distinction there. Let's not get carried away. There's also said in the name of Rabbi Yochanan. Now, if you heard something in the name of Shmuel, this must be what you heard. And Abba who doesn't let his hair grow long and who doesn't tear his clothing, that person is Chayab Misa. Hashem says to the Kohanim, you should not let your hair uh, grow long and don't tear your clothing. I mean, they're like the they're the anti-avelim, right? They're an avelim, but they don't do the practices. Velo tamutu, and it says, uh, yeah, and you won't die. So you see, uh, so if you, so if you, so, if you, so, if you, so, the, so again, the idea is if you have to follow the, the rules, uh, or else you deserve the death penalty. I mean, somebody else who doesn't let their hair grow long and doesn't uh, tear their clothes will be chayim misa. Okay. So Rav Rav says it says an Avil Rabati, an Avil who was also to have married relations. There was a guy who did have relations during his uh, Avelos, and I guess after he died, pigs dragged away his body, like such a horrible desecration, and I guess it was understood to be a punishment for his callous behavior. Amar Shmuel, Shmuel says, Pachaz Chovan Natarashub. Back in the topic of, I think we're on Shabbos again, uh, that Pachaz, we'll see what these things are, these are obligated, and Natar are optional. What do we mean? Pachaz is Priatarosh, letting your hair grow long, Chazarat Keralacharav, turning your, uh, the tear to the back, meaning that, uh, remember we talked about this with the women, right? The women do this, so you do that also on Shabbos, the men would do it. And Zkifatamita, turning the bed right side up, those are Chovah, those are things you have to do for Shabbat. But wearing shoes, marital relations, and washing your hands and feet in hot water in the evening, those things are optional. Those things are optional. Okay. Now, um, yeah. When would you be able to wash the hot water? Because you had it prepared. If you look at Rashi and Priyatarosh, second line in the Rashi, other way in the top, Priyatarosh here means that he reveals his head on Shabbat. He doesn't wrap his head up. He used to like wrap the head with the turban or the talus, whatever they would do. But you you uncover that was something specifically for Avelud, and you uncover that on Shabbat. Okay, that was Shmuel's statement. Okay, that certain things are chovas, certain things are rishut. Verav Amar Af Priyat Harosh Rishut. Rav said even Priyat Harosh is rishut. 
Ushmuel Maishan Nilat Sandal there is shoot. So for Shmuel, what's so different about Nilat Sandal but wearing shoes? Why is that optional? Why do you still have the option not to wear shoes on Shabbat? He says, the love Kuliyama Vidi the Sami Bisanayu. Because not everyone necessarily wears shoes all the time. So not wearing shoes wouldn't be an outward sign of Avilut because yeah, there's a lot of reasons why someone might take their shoes off. Priyata Roshnami Lav Kuliyama Vidi the Magu Rashayu. So we can argue the same thing is true about Priyata Rosh. People, uh, not, um, People also sometimes reveal their heads. Rashi says, and the last wide line of Rashi in the top. So what? Not everyone reveals their head. So they're Avil too. Why does he have to reveal his head? Sometimes people cover their heads on Shabbat. So why do you have to necessarily do that? Gemara answers, Shmuel the Tamei. Shmuel follows his own reasoning. The Amr Shmuel, Kokera, She'enu Bashat Chimum, Eno Kera. First thing he said was, this is not so relevant to our point, we'll come back to it, but any tear that isn't at the time of Chimum, when you're like uh, uh, warmed up, like in the heat of Avelo, like the heat of passion, so they've been in passion for, for, you know, for sadness, that's not qualified as a, as a tear. The whole Atifa, Shenakitiva, the Yishmaelim, and Atifa. And he says, any Atifa wrapping up your head that's not like the Atifa, the Yishmaelim, had a very particular way of doing it. So that's not called an Atifa. So I think the point is um, that Shmuel had a very particular understanding of what Atifa is. It's sort of a very technical thing. And because of that, it's very noticeable then, probably, whether you're an Avel or not. Um, what is that Atifa? Machve Rav Nachman ad Gove Didigna. Rav Nachman showed, Machve means showed, and so Gove Didigna means like till Rashi does like the hollows of the cheeks. Okay, meaning like you put there, I guess you carry the talit, goes down a certain distance, something like that. Uh, we have this term Atifat Yishmaelim in the concept when we put on the talit, you have to be the Tatifat so you do it Atifat Yishmaelim also, it goes over your head and down kind of like over your nose, sort of. That's the idea. It exists. We don't, again, we don't have that practice for Avi Luke, but they had that practice. Okay. Now, um, Rabbi Yochanan said, this is only taught if he doesn't have shoes on his feet. Okay? So he says, if you don't have shoes, uh, shoes on, so then, uh, right, that doesn't really show one way or the other. But if you have shoes on, that proves, that shows uh, one way or the other. Meaning, uh, Rashi says, Lo shanu, let's look at Rashi, Lo shanu, about halfway down. It says, Lo shanu priya tarosh b'shabbat, tzarich legalot chotmo v'svamo z'kano, shayam b'chotay b'me'evlo, v'adiya k'inavilu b'shabbat. So the only time when they taught that idea that you have to reveal your hair, you can't have atifat tarosh, that's continuing Rashi. That's only when you don't have shoes on. If you have shoes on, it proves what? Keep reading Rashi. That it shows that you're not an avel. But then you, so then you wouldn't have to reveal your head because you already see that you're wearing shoes. If you want to privately cover your head, that's fine. So what Rabbi Yochanan is trying to point out is that it's not one thing or the other thing. It's like overall, do you get the impression that you're an Avil or not? So if you're not wearing shoes and you're and you're keeping your head covered, now it looks like you're really being uh, and you're really an Avil. You're practicing like an Avil. But if you're wearing shoes, then we don't really care as much because uh, that, that by itself indicates that. Okay. Now. We said, Kol kera she'enu b'shat chimum eno kera. 
so uh, that any tear that wasn't at the time of like uh, again, let me say like uh, heat of the uh, moment, so it's not a kara. The Gemara says, "Va'amru leShmuel," but they told Shmuel, "Nach nafshei derav karale karale So again, the point is that when we say the shat chimum, presumably shat chimum means the shat hamita, the time of death. That's when like the moment is like so uh, raw. So they, but they said, "How could that be?" They told Shmuel that Rav died and he tore twelve garments, twelve garments. So Amar he said, "Azal gaver dehava mistafina minei." Uh, he said, the man in left, who I'm so afraid of, meaning I had such year of Rav, I have to tear so many uh, garments. He tore 13 garments of wool. Again, Amar Azal Gavar Dava Mistafinamine. So he said, Oh, he said, Oh, the, the man who I'm so afraid of, you know, passed away. The point is, this isn't Bishat Chimum. This is, they, got, they got notice about this later. So what are you talking about? They can only tear Bishat Chimum. So Gamar answers, Shani Rabbanan. Rabbanan are different. The cave and the Koshaita Madgari Shvatayu, Kishat Chimum Dami. Meaning, that doesn't mean the rabbis who are tearing the Korea, it means the rabbis who passed away. It's a different reality because at all times, their Shmuot, their teachings are Madgari, are remembered. So it's it's as if they're here right now. So you tell me right now that the person died, it's like I feel an immediate loss because now their words of Torah are always present in front of me and therefore it's reasonable to tear Kriya in those situations and that's considered to be like Shat Chimum. Okay. Amr Rabin Barada Le Rava. Amr Tamitcha Rab Amram. Your student Rav Amram said, Tanya, he was talking about the Avil Kol Shiva Koro Lefana. All seven days the Avil tears the, t- the ripping in the front. Vimbala Hachlif Machlif Korea. And if he wants to change his clothes, he changes his clothes, but he tears the new clothes. Vishabat Koro Lacharav. On Shabbos, you put the tear behind you, right? You flip the garment around. Remember, they didn't have like button down shirts, they had like, you know, much more simple. Clothing, you can just switch it back and forth. Okay. Vimbala hachlif, machlife no korea. And if you want to switch the shirt on Shabbos, you switch it, but you don't tear into Korea. Okay. Um, now, I think the point there also is that's not Bishat Chimum. We said that during the during the Shiva, if you switch your clothing, you're gonna be tearing new Korea, but that's not Bishat Chimum. So what's going on? Well, it says again, Kitanya Yi Aviv Vimo. Okay, that's you know that's only for the honor of one's parents, it's different than the normal circumstance. Okay. Now, otan imitachino imitachin. So those tears that you make later during the shiva when you change your clothes, we said when it comes to regular career, you're not allowed to, for the parents, you're not allowed to sew up the, the tear. But how about these new ones? Are these ones that you're allowed to tear or not? So, pligi ba'avua deravoshaya bar kapara. There's machlokas here. Chad amar imitachin, machad amar mitachin. So one said one way, one said the other way. It's not clear who said what. Kamara says, tistayim deravua deravoshaya damar imitachin. And maybe we can conclude that it was the father of Ravoshaya who said imitachin, that you can't sew it up. Why? Because Rabbi Shaya said, I mean, meaning that's the son, right? Now Rabbi Shaya ain't mitachin. So he said, you're not allowed to do it. So Miman Shmila, who did he hear from? Lad Avua? Didn't he hear from his father? So it makes sense that his father is the one who said, Eimet Tachin. The Gemara says, no, not necessarily. Mi Bar Kapara Rabbi Shmila. Maybe he heard it from Bar Kapara. Maybe this guy's stuck in between two people. His father and his Rebbe have a Machlogas, and he followed Eimet But we can't conclude one way or the other. We don't know if he's following his father or if he's following his Rebbe. Okay. Amar Rava. Rava said, Avil Mitayel Ba'unkuli Betoch Beito. And Avos Allah to to walk around in the unkali, Rashi says, Shaipens, Chaluk Shakoro, it's a garment that you tear, 
inside your house. Meaning on Shabbat, you can be walking around with the torn garment inside the house because again, no one really sees. Abaya Ashka Chedar Rav Yosef to Paris Le Sidra Areshe for Azav Ate Bebeite. So Abaya found Rav Yosef who put a sudar like a uh, wrapped like a uh, what do you call it like a scarf on his head and he went and sat in the house. So it sounded like he, it looks like he's sort of, uh, Rashi says, B'Shabbat Mishim Atipa did not like Avelot. So it sounded like he was doing the Atipa Tarosh, right? Like sort of like a turban type thing. That was, uh, in a, in a, for Avelot. So Amr Lei, I lost my place. Lav Sabar Lamar, ain't Avelot B'Shabbos. So don't you hold, there's no Avelot in Shabbos. How can you do Atipa Tarosh on Shabbos? Amr Lei, Hachim Rabbi Yochanan. This or Rabbi Yochanan said, Tarim Shabbat Zina, no Hag. Things that are private, you're allowed to do. Okay, so that's a very important principle. That's really basically how we paskin. When it comes to Avelot on Shabbos, anything is Public, we don't do anything private. We do. Yeah, we don't really say that. That's a lot. Right. That was our original opinion. We said that, but that's the uh, mice that we probably possibly not not really. Okay. Uh, okay. Now, going back to our original points, we said in the mission, Rabbi Lazar, remember Shachar Beit Hamikdash, Atzeret Keshavat. We're talking about different holidays, like Atzeret, right, which has only one day, but in the olden days it was like seven days. So if you look back at the Mishnah, so it's Atzeret is like Shabbat. Um, in which case it would count. Right, like one day, um, and it wouldn't interrupt necessarily the Shiva. Uh, if you look, just go a little further, so look in the Gemara, so we treat Rashim Kippur like other Regalim that they would interrupt. Shiva or Shloshim, either way. And some ta- but some taught Rav Gidabar Menashe's statement on the following. So we're going to get stuck in the middle here, but we'll see the statement will start. Okay, it's a very sad situation. Now, in a case where a uh, baby dies in the first 30 days, so it's not a normal funeral, because a baby the first three days is called a nafel, and it's not considered to be fully uh, alive yet, in a certain sense, and therefore it's not really the same type of funeral. So it wouldn't be like a mita, right? Like a coffin that you normally would have. You used take the baby out, bechek, meaning it's the bosom. You carry the baby out, but not in as formal a way. And they also point out you can have one woman go with two with two men. This is a yichud issue that one woman because going outside the outside the city limits, right? To go to the cemetery, so two men and one woman is allowed. You can't have one man and two women go because that's a yichud violation. Turn the page. Rabbi says no. Even one man, two women, even under normal circumstances, that would be a problem of yichud. But in this circumstance, presumably it's not a problem of yichud because I guess we understand that because the situation is so tragic, Rachman that. Uh, that even one man, two women there. Okay, so we'll stop in the middle. We're not getting. The, we have to get to the point we're getting to, which is about which is about um, Rav Gidabar Menashe is going to make a point, but we, we'll get to that. Bezrat Hashem tomorrow.